0: To a Hotel Keeper by T. W. H. Crosland Read for LibriVox.org by Algie Pug My dear sir, oft in the stilly night my thoughts fly in your direction, for oft in the stilly night it is my unfortunate habit to have uncomfortable dreams, and the worst of them runs to bankruptcy. I have a horror of bankruptcy, at any rate, in my dreams. I sometimes lie between the blankets in a cold sweat, and, for public examination, as it were, and the presiding genius of the court, says to me, sepulchrally, To what do you attribute your financial rottenness? I fall into a colder sweat, and remark, with a humility which becomes my unfortunate position, Sir, if you please, I have been living at an hôtel. At this juncture, of course, I come in for every sympathy. The court is with me. The court has been there itself. There is not a dry eye about the place. Every man present knows what I mean, and his heart is touched accordingly. Sir, my dear sir, you also know what I mean. In other words, you know that I am the victim of a convention, and that, when all is said that can be said, You are the author of that convention. As to the nature of that convention, we will put it this way. One pound of steak, to the actual consumer, should cost, say, one shilling and tuppence. Trimmings, in the way of potatoes and peas, might cost, say, sixpence. Bread, a penny. Pepper and salt and mustard, a penny. You will notice that I put a princely price on everything. Total, one shilling and tenpence. Fifty per cent profit for you, let us say, which would bring us up to two shillings and ninepence. Really, you ought to let one off for two shillings and ninepence. But what do you do? Well, as far as I can gather from your bills, you lie awake at night debating with yourself whether you should charge one three shillings and sixpence, or four shillings and sixpence. And usually you come to the conclusion that it will be best for all parties concerned to charge one five shillings. If one expostulates, you remark with hauteur that you thought you were dealing with a gentleman. You are quite correct in this surmise. But one pays, and you pocket the difference. Then again, on one's bill, you put bed seven shillings and sixpence which is cheap and I do not murmur but you also put attendance two shillings and sixpence coffee in bedroom before rising one shilling bath one shilling and sixpence This is just five shillings too much especially in view of the fact that the attendance wears dirty shirts That the bath is lukewarm if you order it cold, and lukewarm if you order it hot, and that the coffee before rising doesn't cost you a farthing. I am aware, of course, that all this is very mean and low down on my part, but frankly your opacity matters not so much to me as to yourself. People come once to your establishment, they read your bill, pay your prices, and tip your dirty-shirted waiters, and go away and forget to come back. Hence you are bound to charge the next man that comes along as much extra as he will stand, and, by slow degrees, your establishment is becoming a byword and a warning. My dear sir, have a shilling bottle of wine, for which you charge me three shillings and sixpence, at your own expense. Consult with your wife, and make up your mind never to charge more than two shillings for ninepence worth of goods honesty is its own reward it is really end of poem this recording is in the public domain